Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 755 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. All right, now here's today's question from Gordon. Hi, Pat. Gordon Brewer here. Thanks for all that you're doing and um, all the content you're pumping out. I just love it. It's um, really changed my life and really given me a new focus and really kind of starting a new part-time career. Um, One of the questions I had was uh, just about blogging and content and volume. Um, I know that the quality of content is very important and that you're giving good stuff and that you're blogging about good stuff and that you're um, and it's and that is valued. Um, but I was wondering if there is a sweet spot for the volume that a person should be putting out uh, with a blog uh, or even like with uh, video blogs through YouTube or some other platform. But I was wondering if you um, had some comments about that or some ideas about that of just really knowing how to um, know what is the volume that you want to try to reach to really kind of uh, make things take off. Uh, And by the way, I'm loving your book, Will It Fly? I'm about halfway through it and uh, look forward to the rest of it. So um, thanks, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to hear from you. Bye-bye. Hey, Gordon, thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. And as uh, well, your um, comments about Will It Fly. Thank you for taking the time to, to read it. Now, related to your question in terms of volume, so how much blog content should you have? How much podcast content should you come out with? How many videos should you have? Uh, how long should they be is another component of this. Um, th- there's a very, there's varying answers to this, and it all depends on a number of different things, including you know what's already out there, how is your competition or other influencers out there serving your audience already. Uh, there's be- very specific examples I can give you where it makes sense to do more, and that one would be, for example, John Lee Dumas, who is a, bl- a po- podcaster and blogger over at entrepreneuronfire.com. He specifically created a show that came out seven days a week because there were no other shows like it, and it was serving the need of those who were looking for something like that. So for him, going high volume once a week was uh, was the answer. But for most people who are starting a podcast, for example, just once or twice a week is is sort of the sweet spot because that gives you the ability to keep in constant contact with your audience. Your subscribers are getting something new every week. They can expect it, but it's not overwhelming them. Sometimes with those seven-day-a-week shows, and there's been a number of them that have come out in different niches recently, subscribers often get overwhelmed because if they miss one episode, they're going to fall behind, and then they miss three, and then they miss five or whatever. Uh, So I feel like once a week, if not twice a week, is a good uh, rhythm for a podcast. For blogging, I started out with three blog posts a month, and this was before, or three blog posts a week, and this was before I came out with a podcast or, or didn't done any video. So all I was doing was pumping out blog content, and I was doing it three times a week, and it worked really well for me. Um, but then once I introduced the podcast, I started to slow down on the blog, and I realized that actually in slowing down, I was giving more people time to consume the latest step, uh, the the latest pod, or excuse me, the latest blog post to to share the latest blog post because with blogs, especially. When you create more content, it's great because you have more content for Google to find. You have more content for people to share. But 
people won't see your archive content very much. And so the more and the faster that you create, the faster the content that you write is actually going to be hidden uh, after a while. So you need to make uh, make sure you do a good job of actually promoting the content that you come out with, not just come out with content to come out with it, but to come out with it so that it gets in the right hands so people can see it and share it and that it's actually doing the doing some legwork for you for all the hard work that you're putting into the research and the creation, the publication of that particular piece of content. Now, Sweet Spot also uh, relates to your voice and your rhythm and what, what makes sense for you. So uh, you, you want to be very conscious with as you're creating content, you know, is three per week too much? Maybe it's only once per week for blog blog content. So there's, there is no right answer here. And I think over time, you're going to find that the sweet spot will eventually land on its own and you'll, you'll be able to kind of hone in on what that is over time. You never know what it's going to be when you first start. But I think you want to get into a rhythm where you are able to keep up with the content editorial calendar that you've set out for yourself. So if you, if you th- think that you can do seven days a week, great. But if you can't, be honest with yourself and don't even try to do that if that's not if that's not anything that could fit into your calendar. So, you know, your production schedule is going to be another component that is very important to listen to as well. But the biggest thing is that your voice and the rhythm, you can always change it as you start to feel things out and you start to hear from your audience. And uh, the more that you put out, it's, it's not always necessarily better. I know a lot of bloggers, for example, who just publish two or three blog posts a month. But their blogs have taken off because those are really in-depth articles that touch on topics that people are really looking for some in-depth information about. And it really answers the questions that needed to be answered. So they get shared. They get put out there. They get um, repurposed in different ways. Uh, Bits and pieces get chopped up and put into social media to enhance the uh, exposure for that episode or, or blog post as well. But yeah, like I said, pick something that works for you. Stick with it for a little bit. Then... Feel it out, see how it works, ramp it up if you need to, slow it down if you need to, and just go from there. The nice thing, like I said, you can always change things up. There, there's no rule that says once you start with one episode or one uh, blog post a week that you have to stick to that forever. As long as you give it time and you uh, sort of set those expectations for your audience when you're making those changes – then you'll be fine. So Gordon, thank you so much for the question. I appreciate it. And I want to wish you all the best. Uh, like I said, there's no right answers. There's just the one that works out for you. So it could be seven, uh, one per day. Some websites, they do multiple publications per day on the same website. And some people just do one or two uh, pieces of content a month. Again, it's going to be up to you and your voice and what you feel is right for you and your audience. Uh, so I want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. I want to Thank you so much for that. And anybody else out there who has a question that you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day by Bruce Levin. He said, behold the turtle. He makes progress only when he sticks his neck out. Take care, guys. Thanks. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. 
So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.